When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Welcome to OnlyFans Q&A Live, a question and answer show exclusive to OnlyFans and Miami Dolphins Discord server. Now here's your host, Alf. And welcome to OnlyFans Hard Knocks postgame. Uh, we do this every week after the Dolphins, after HBO Max plays Hard Knocks with the Miami Dolphins. This is our postgame every single week. If you want to participate in one of these, we do this on our Discord page. And that Discord page is at discord.gg forward slash OnlyFans, where every single week, as soon as Hard Knocks goes off the air, we talk about that night's episode. Tonight's episode was a pretty cool one. It dealt with uh, essentially the whole run-up to Christmas week. And then it ran through Christmas Eve and ended on Christmas Day, so... Pretty good editing. They also threw in some footage from almost two weeks earlier from when Tyreek had gifted the whole team the the scooters. So they had some filler there. And I guess it was Christmas week, so they couldn't get uh, more than what they wanted as far as more content from certain players. But they did follow Kater Kohu around, so that was pretty cool. We saw Christian Wilkins almost try to kill the entire brain trust of the Miami Dolphins. Uh, that was also really cool. We also saw Tua give everybody about $3,000 golf simula- simulators. Uh, while the cheapest man on the team, allegedly, Christian Wilkins gave the team Krispy Kreme donuts. <laughs> Although he was not, you know, he wasn't the guy accused of being the cheapest on the team. Liam Meikenberg was accused of being the cheapest on the team, uh, which is also kind of interesting. We also saw Braxton Berrios is uh, ask about your secret Santa guy. And Tyreek Hill uh, very aptly reminded him, it's fucking secret Santa. (laughs) You're not supposed to talk about that. Uh, We also know that they call Dan Marino Uncle Dan, which is kind of cool. We also saw that they gave uh, Dan Marino a a box of wine, which is a perfect gift for Dan Marino. So, All right, we got guys in the queue as I bring you up. 
you identify yourself for the audience so that way they know who you are. So here's our first contestant. If you're up here, you can talk. Hey, it's Malgan and Tonic from up in the DMV. Hey, so what did you think of this episode? Oh, I thought it was great. It was just a you know feel good episode. Um, a bit surprised at the dichotomy of Tua being a pajama guy and being a, a little bit of a goober. But then you know when it's game time, he's you know doing what he should do, taking control of the huddle, um, talking to Teron Armstead in the locker room at halftime, and uh, I thought that the dichotomy between those two things was pretty cool. Yeah, it, it was pretty cool how he was talking to Teron Armstead in the in the locker room. That, that was really, really cool. Uh, one thing uh, that I did find kind of funny is Tua is, I want to have a big, giant, long conversation with you as I just beat you by uh, a walk-off field goal. And I don't know, I can't tell you how annoying that is. Those guys wanted to die at that moment. They just finished uh, playing a really hard-fought football game, and Tua's like, all right, let's let let's let's have a conversation here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe uh maybe when he retires, you know, 10, 12 years from now he'll have his own podcast. <laughs> Christmas po- Christmas podcast or something. Yeah, oh, absolutely. <laughs> uh no, uh, you know he's 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 a big Christmas guy. And my god, he's that guy, the one like, "Ah, everybody has to see what I got you." <laughs> <laughs> he kept asking for like three straight days. And then finally, they finally opened up. And, and he said, "Oh, I didn't get Uncle Dan any a, a, a golf simulator because he already has one, you know. I did like that. The Dan Marino told the or Uncle Dan told everybody in the in the room, you know, we're all gonna go play golf right after the Super Bowl. You know, yeah, yeah, that was great. It, it was also just great seeing Dan there because it's like, you know, it's he was part of my my childhood. And now he's in Hard Knocks, and it's just kind of like melding the two eras together. Um, and I really like that. Yeah, it's. Uh, I would have liked to have seen him in action because he shows up to these quarterback meetings and he sits in with with Daryl Bubble. So, so you know that's something that would have been cool to you know it would have been cool to see that you know. Uh, I also thought that it was it was great to see Mike McDaniel in action. In he's a star. He's the star. Like if you had to. Single out one guy to be the star of this show. It's Mike McDaniel. Like his stock is going way up every single game. When he was saying, "Look, I hope this thing comes down right to the wire, and we had to win it on a walk off or something," he was being prescient. While the whole team was like, "Screw that, we want to blow them, blow these guys out, just kick their ass," you know. But he wanted a little adversity. He wanted them to taste it. And was that cool or what? When they're lining up for the field goal, and Mike McDaniel's just taking off all his stuff, and he's saying, "Oh, he has this." Where's Mike McCarthy? <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> that when, was that was really cool. I, I also really liked a couple of underrated moments was when he was talking to Cater at practice and he, he says, you know, it, this is your team too and walks off. And um, and also at the end of practice, uh, the players asked for Duke, yeah. right? And then uh, Duke was rallying the defense after um, in the first quarter after Dallas had scored. So I was just... You know, like, I don't really, as a fan, you don't think, like, oh, this guy's a big part of the team. He's a backup. But he is a big part of the team. Right? Yeah. They're asking for him. 
Yeah, he took that leadership role seriously, and and he's producing. Uh, he's producing to the point where when Jerome comes back, and he's coming back in a week, he's coming back for Buffalo. Uh, I think they have to work some type of rotation now uh, with those three guys. Like now, they got three very capable players. And quite frankly, when you look forward, you know Duke Riley's a cheaper player, and I think they know that they can now get away with probably Duke Riley and a draft pick or something in place of Jerome Baker's big contract. But when Jerome Baker comes back, they're going to have to work something with those three guys because uh, those two guys are playing at such a level, Duke Riley and David Long. David Long in this game was absolutely insane in this game. He was absolutely spectacular in this game against the Cowboys. But, yeah, that, that leadership style works. And and you were talking about Cater Kohu. My sense is that Mike McDaniel was seeing that he was maybe a little quiet, was having a bad practice or something. And he said, look, man, if you see that, you know, because he, he wants competition. That's one thing I, I love about Mike McDaniel's practices. They're all at full speed. They're all at 100%. And they compete in practice. Like, their practices are competitive. And I guess he sensed that Cater Kohu was not too involved. And, and he told him, you know, perk up, man. This is your team, too. You know, you could lead. Just because you don't have a C on your chest, you could, it doesn't mean you can't lead, you know? So, yeah, I thought that was really cool. Yeah, and it's great because if if every single player on the roster has that sense of ownership, you know, they're they will go far. And yeah. that was my biggest takeaway and uh I think that's all I got for tonight. All right, man. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thanks. All right. Uh let's see if he fixed his microphone issues cuz he's coming back here. We got a good crowd in here. Nobody else wants to, there's a bunch of questions in the chat, I guess. Nobody wants to come up here to ask questions with their voice. But, well, uh, Scuba, did you fix your issues? I see that you are unmuted, but I don't see the little green light around you. Are you unmuted? Can you speak? I guess not. All right, we'll take some questions while, while Scuba tries to fix his mic issues. Uh, somebody writes, uh, this was the leadership episode to a Duke, Riley, Tyree, coach Mike. We really got to see it at a level we haven't seen before. Uh, yes, there's a lot of stuff. There was a lot of leadership stuff in there. Um, I was really interested in the Tua Teron Armstead talk at halftime. I wonder what that was about. I don't know if it was, uh, Teron trying to work on something to set Micah Parsons up because if you notice they were talking, uh, I think it was Daryl Bevel was telling him, look. They would loop, they're looping past you and they're pinching you in. You know, I guess he was telling them, look, you can escape under that and get out to the flat to complete passes if you have to because they're looping past you. So I don't know if, if uh, Teron Armstead was trying to work on something to try to, you know, push him past and then have Tua escape in. Because there was one time where he escaped, remember, with a little pirouette and he was way out of position once he escaped. He escaped the wrong way, actually, because there were, they were they were looping so far behind him that Tua could have just escaped under them, and it was on that play uh, where he had to throw it away on the goal line when uh, Micah Parsons came in and then Tua spun, spun out. So yeah, I, I wonder if that's what that was about. But we got to see what that's about. We didn't. They didn't include the rest. They just had Tua and Teron Armstead just going back and forth for a very very brief time. 
All right, next question. Uh, was that Tua cursing? Was he saying shit? I believe so. Uh, next question. I love the confidence on this team. Yes. Uh, this team is uber confident. But you know what breeds confidence? Having a top five defense and the number one offense in the NFL. Being number one in like every single metric. Every look, everywhere you look on this team, it's just a bunch of successes. So that's how you breed confidence. You, you get confidence by doing things well. This team technically does everything well. And now you got a field goal kicker that's on a heater. And now your punter is punting the ball inside the five-yard line. There is essentially not a single weakness on this team as of right now. So, yeah, that's how you get confidence. You just do everything really, really well. All right, next question was, even watching Tua talk to Tehran in the locker room? Yeah, we talked about that at halftime. And now he commanded the, the huddle late. Yep, it's becoming his team. It better be. Uh, he's a young guy, but he, you know, he's the quarterback. That's what comes with that position. You know, quarterback is part very important sports position, part, you know, politician, and part team leader. Uh, Omar, and that I guess I assume that that's Omar Kelly mentioned the conversation he had with someone in the organization about the Sioux visit. He was told our locker room is Sioux proof. We got to see why tonight. I would say so. Ain't nobody going to break that thing. Like That's a tight locker room. But remember how it got tight. It gets tight exactly how I said. You win a lot, and all your units are performing at a very, very high level. Like, is there a unit that you look at on this team and you go, oh, these guys. No, it doesn't work that way. Every single unit on this team. The offensive line has had success. The wide receivers... Enough said. Quarterback, the running backs. The running backs have the running backs have a running back uh, in Achan who was having a ridiculous season un- until he got hurt, and the other one, who's the lead back, broke the team touchdown record. Now Durham Smythe had his best game as a Dolphin in the biggest game of the year with five for fifty-six, I believe it was, and they were all big catches, by the way. So there's not a unit on this team. The defensive line is sick. The the linebackers are great. The secondary is awesome. You know, Deshaun Elliott made a great play. The punter is now good. The kicker now can't miss. And he's hitting 50 yarders with leg despair. So, yeah, that's how you get confidence. And that's how you keep it. And that's how you get a really tight locker room. Uh, next one is, man, I thought I loved this team. This is This is fucking awesome. Absolutely. Uh, next question. Uh, by the way, we got a two in the queue and we'll bring them on. If Danny gave me isotoners, I would just die. Yes. No reason to live anymore because life would never get better, man. How great is that? And by the way, how many do you think he has in his garage? I'm guessing thousand, maybe (laughs) he has a lifetime supply, right? What do you get? Uncle Dan, man. Tua was psyched about the gifts. Yes, he was. He's very psyched, uh, gift giver guy. He's also wear pajamas near Christmas guy as well. While Raheem Moster is matching pajamas guy. Uh, somebody mentioned uh, the locker room rejected JPP pretty quickly. Uh, maybe. Uh, somebody says. Uh, oh, Scuba says, oh, it's not working. It's not working. Well, it worked for, for Malgren and Tomic. Uh, you got to, yeah, you got to work on your on your app permissions, man. Um. Somebody's already asking Baltimore Raven questions about Chase Claypool. Uh, I'll get to those tomorrow. 
Uh, Dolphin, uh, another guy here asks, uh, Baker looked like he was walking around that store with the kids on bikes okay. Yeah, uh, you know, he didn't die. He didn't break his leg. It's an MCL. You know, that's that's like a four-week uh, injury. You know, he's perfectly fine to walk around a store. He's just not perfectly fine to, fine to play an NFL football game at linebacker, <laughs> of all things. You know what I mean? Uh, somebody writes, uh, top five head coach, top five QB. Yes and yes. Uh, all right, we got a couple more here. Let's see. All right, as I bring you up, uh, you can ask away, but identify yourself. And then we'll give Scuba one more try. See if he could get on. Hey, how's it? Can you hear me, Alf? Yeah, I got you. I got you. Awesome. So, um, yeah, I'm first in here. I'm Twitter pitted on Twitter. Um, so great episode. I was just wondering, you know, why do you think they didn't show anything from Waddle? I was kind of expecting to see something with the injury and, you know, I was waiting and it never came, which, you know, isn't the worst thing, but, uh, I thought, thought we might get a little bit of insight there. Yeah. Right. Like I, I didn't understand that how they didn't show any of the injury. Uh, you know, they showed Raheem Mostert, but they didn't show any of, of Waddle's injury and he just went to the sideline. I'm guessing that the team cut that out since, uh, you know, they're going to play little cat and mouse games with, with Waddle. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This week, um, because it's it's been very weird. He said, "Oh, it's my chin," at first, and then they said, "Oh, it's its chin." That's what came out the shin. That's what came out first, and then they said, "Oh no, it's more of a high ankle deal." Uh, you know, it's I don't know. Uh, it's you know maybe a little subterfuge, I guess. They they're just trying to keep it on the down low whether he's going to yeah. be out this week. So they didn't want to put anything more on it, but there was no video. Like, you know, and I was looking for video, by the way, of him on the sideline. You can't see it. All you can see is that there is one video out there of him, uh, like, jogging off the field and doing his fins for the win thing, and that got cut out as well. So Right. And I saw the one, you know, went on Christmas morning, you know, where he's wearing his slippers. Um, but, yeah, I figured, it, you know, it's got to be some, you know, some spy stuff going on with uh Baltimore, but um yeah, no man. Uh I was just Although the, I think I, that yeah, the sli- the the slippers thing was before the game though. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that would make sense. I mean he was all okay, so maybe it was just, you know, in my head that he was walking funny there. Yeah, because I think that the the social media team gifted um a bunch of stuff to a, a bunch of the players and Jalen Waddle got uh penguin slippers. So so yeah, I think that was before the game. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Um, I had something else, but I already forgot. So <laughs> don't waste too much time on me, buddy. All right, man. All right, let's see if Scuba figure this thing figured this thing out. Let's let's see. All right. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> we shall see. Let's see if you figured this thing out, man. Oh, thank God, I'm out of free speech jail. Thank God. There you I was are. Out- I wasn't going to get on. Um, Alf. Yes. Alf. It happened. It happened. What happened? We got to hear to a cuss. Yes. My Christmas I, I, I think through. so. I think so. It, wa- it wasn't making the playoffs for the uh, back-to-back years for the first time in like over 20 years. It wasn't being 11 and 4 for the first time in over 30 years. I needed to hear this guy swear just once. It didn't even have to be the F word, but like shit. Like when I heard him say that, like we need this shit, dude, I, I smiled bigger than I smiled when I first heard uncle Dan, which by the way, the name of this episode going forward, the unofficial name is uncle Dan, uncle Dan's Christmas. Um, and I smiled even more than when I saw Tua acting like, an eight-year-old on Christmas morning when 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 the gifts were being passed out, man. Like that guy is so endearing, dude. Yes. Like I don't know how anyone can like not love that guy. He's just he's like a big giant kid, a big giant Simone kid with with a tribal tattoo on, a, on a, an entire sleeve of his arm. Like and and he, and he could throw a damn good football. Like the guy's just a big child, and I love I love him for it. But inside 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 him, he's a he's an absolute killer. I love that when he told the offensive line, "This is and he and he specified this is on you guys on the left side." 
You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, the multiple moments of like this has got to be my favorite episode so far. Yeah, and, 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 and if no to other go, episode I'll understand. Yeah, and not to get because, too too deep into the weeds, but when he says this is on you guys on the left side, that's the the Jeff Wilson run on third and two. If you remember that play, Lester Cotton pulled, and Taron Armstead had to block down one one gap, and Taron Armstead just wiped this guy out, which was Demarcus Lawrence. And then, sure enough, Lester Cotton came around and got Michael Parsons, which is just all kinds of awesome. You I know? mean, you you saw you saw multiple examples of like how Tua's grown as leader. That that talk he was having with Teron Armstead at halftime in the locker room, like that Tua is obviously at a very comfortable place now. Something that we didn't see early on in his career, but obviously, like that's on full display. And I could sleep a little better at night knowing that. Also knowing that the guy can't swear. I'm just, I, I, I don't know why, but I feel like I, the world makes more sense that way for whatever reason. But uh, that, uh, that, that's got to be my favorite episode of Hard Knocks. Like, not, not really a low light to, to find. Uh, you also saw Mike McDaniel, if I couldn't love the guy anymore. I mean, we see him pull off like, hey, you know, I feel like the energy is like a little too complacent right now like guys aren't really going 100 percent, so we're gonna do like talk shit day and he's just going around the entire team at amping everyone up egging them on poking them around and hey you know as a player when coach is acting like this it means he expects to see something out of us today so way to keep the energy up that way and and, and to keep the focus for this group I like that it showed that he's mo- involved in in not only the offense but seems to have a, a, at least a finger in every portion of the team uh I, it was it was just a great highlight episode for both I think Mike McDaniel and Tua I mean just 10 out of 10 episode absolutely and I, I love that practice uh look I, as somebody who's seen you know I don't know how many practices I've seen but I've seen him now from Every single coach since Shula, which is essentially all of them. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, well, I, I never saw George Wilson run a practice, which was the, the original well, that, the original coach. That, that, that would have that been tough for you to get to probably. Yes. But I have <laughs> seen everybody else run a practice. And Mike McDaniel running practices at full speed, which he's been doing here for two years. And I remember watching it last year for the first time saying, you know what? This makes sense. They're going 100% every single practice, every single rep. Like, why wouldn't you practice at full speed? Because you know what? On Sundays when you play the games, nobody plays at 70%. They're going full speed on Sundays. So might as well practice this stuff at full full speed. How the hell are you going to get your timing? You know what I mean? So Exactly, yeah. Even if you're going to, like, mess up. Coach, in high school, they tell you all the time, you know, if you're going to screw up, screw up at, at, at full speed. Yeah. It's it's just better that way. I also love when he went to, went up to Butch Barry and he goes, hey, Butch, I guess you're just going through the motions today, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I mean, going around every single unit, just poking everybody, just, you know, just just exactly what you want your coach to do uh, for, for a team that, that has a good record but is going up against the toughest uh, competition they have this year in, in these next three weeks. Um, I, I would think that and also seeing, like, the, the, the leadership growth with Tua, like, it's it, it just 
it paints a very cheery picture. Obviously, the attitude around that team is they expect to win the Super Bowl. That's become uh, very clear uh, throughout these episodes. Like, man, it's it's just cloud nine right now if you're a Dolphins fan. Yeah, and by the way, somebody asked in the in the chat, uh, uh, you can tell he has a great relationship with his staff. Speaking of Mike McDaniel, Butch, Bevel, Welker. What's strange is, has there been a Frank Smith sighting yet? Well, here's the problem with watching or seeing Frank Smith. I'm pretty sure that they will feature him eventually, but to feature him in practice is probably a no-go because he's the one who installs the game plan with Mike McDaniel. So he's the one who's on the field actually hands-on with the players and talking to them like, this is what we're going to do, and he's also relaying plays. So, you know, how the hell are you going to show him? Every time you show him, you're going to give stuff away. So that's stuff that the Dolphins would force to be on the cutting room floor, you know? So I don't know when when you're going to see him. You're going to have to see him essentially in a meeting, I guess. And if you notice, they've only showed Welker. They've only showed, like, very inconsequential stuff as far as meetings, you know? So, you know, and I, I think Vic Fangio is just not interested <laughs> in, in making appearances, although he's showed up a few a few times. But has he? I I I don't I don't recall seeing him. Maybe maybe he has. We're we're what like six episodes in at this point. It it's hard to avoid the cameras for that long. But I I haven't really I haven't really noticed there. No no uh, no scene stands out to me with him in it. Yeah, but uh, no, nah, I was uh, what a great episode, man. Uh, oh, fantastic! Ten out of ten, man. I yeah, mean that. Big- Mike McDaniel at the, on the sideline, his demeanor on, on the sidelines. By the way, uh, uh, Chimino, which I guess his name is not Semino. I always thought it was Semino, you know? And what, what's what's interesting is that he was here in 1994, but he wasn't the equipment manager because I was at, at Tony Aguas in 1994. Tony Aguas left, I believe, in 2005, 2006. So Chimino, I guess, was his assistant. And then he's been promoted since, and now he's the full blown equipment manager. Um, that know. that guy's got the greatest life, huh? If 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 you're if you're a fan of the team, like uh, it, it showed in his backstory that he's been he's had tickets since the since Don Shula's hiring. Yes. I, what what better job could you have? You're just in constant communication with all the coaches, all the players. Um, you're you're there every day. You're, you're you feel like you're kind of like a part. Of the of the process, I guess, uh, for every going to every Sunday, like that guy's got to have like the like he's got to love his job. Yeah, and w- one thing that is that's pretty cool that they that they kind of showed is that not only has he been with the team for for this long, right? But you could see that Mike McDaniel not only knew his name, but he was talking about he's the best in the business, and then Tyreek Hill was telling him, you're the best in the business. And he's the one, he's the Tyreek Hill psych-up guy. Uh, fi- uh, he's the he's the hype man before games. I saw that Tyreek with shoulder pad. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's not something you just do once when he's telling him, all right, you hit me. You know what I mean? That like, That's something that he does every single time. I guess he's the one who helps Tyreek, you know, get his pads on. You know? It's it, also really it kinda, cool kinda watching them me. transition the helmets from regular to the throwbacks. They use steam to take all the decals off, which is cool. It's a big job. It's a big job. It, it kind of reminds me of the whole thing with Tyree Kill of the, uh, uh, you know, years back. Uh, I, I think it was Hard Knocks, and they were following the Jacksonville Jaguars, 
And there's one like offensive lineman who asked the the equipment guy to slap him in the face a few times to get him ready for the game. Yeah, that was a defensive tackle. I think it was Henderson. It was his last Henderson. <laughs> yes. He used to have the equipment guy come and slap him in the face before games. <laughs> talk talk about the most nervous part of your entire job. Probably that for, for, for either if you're slapping Henderson across the face before every game, getting him all pissed off. Or if you're even if you're the guy that's slamming Tyreek's like shoulders, like I'd be so nervous before every time. Like I'd be like, all right, not too hard though. Not too you know, hold back a little bit. <laughs> yeah, nah, that was cool. Uh but uh Mike that McDaniel is, yeah. by the way, uh, Chimino he uh, Chimino comes ice or no ice. How does he not know? I guess I guess Mike McDaniel is a guy that will tell you no ice this time or ice this time with his Gatorade. You saw that? I I, I know people that do that because um, they strictly they don't want to water it down. Hmm. So I kind of get it. Me, I'm an ice guy, but so, I did notice that. Yeah. So, but but if you're asking, and Chimino is always with Mike McDaniel. If he's asking, that means that he sometimes takes it with ice and sometimes takes it without ice, right? Certainly, certainly, or or else why ask? Because then, then you would just know coach. Coach likes crushed ice. Coach likes cubed ice. Mm-hmm. Coach likes no ice. And by the way, if you're on the sideline, you're a coach. Like I'm assuming that that's Gatorade, and I've yeah, like there's some energy drinks on the sidelines. But can you ask a, ask for a beer or a glass of wine? <laughs> you know, like if Mike McDaniel, I mean, t- like it, well, Mike McDaniel won't do this because you know he's sober. He's a he's a, right, right. In his case, yeah, you know. But, but let's say um, let's say you're you're a coach and you're like, you know, you want to drink, coach, and you're like you know what. Bring me a glass of wine, you know. Mm. And then, can you can you imagine like Sean McVay calling a series with a with like a a, a glass of like Chardonnay in his hand? Like that would make Man, a lot of is, sense, right? That that is that is uh, well, yeah. Him, I mean, being a Californian guy, he's right. He's right by uh, you know Napa Valley. Um, it, that would be a very classy move to pull. I I would say that's a that's a very sophisticated. Um, I, I guess like form of badassery, but just in like the fanciest way possible. Cause like, right, yeah, let's... I'm drinking alcohol during a game. All right. But... On the way out, let's play this game. Okay. Uh, All I'll right. go first and then I'll give you a guy and you tell me what he, what he drinks and in what situation I'll go first. Dan Campbell absolutely orders a shot of Jack Daniels before fourth and one. And then he takes it and then they snap the ball. Mm, I I say he asked for a bottle of Jack Daniels, not a shot. I, I'd say, and an he has it on, has it in a holster on the sidelines. Absolutely, because how else would you carry a, a whiskey like Jack Daniel? But if not in a holster by your hip, um, yeah. And and now I'm 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 pretty sure he chews the glass right afterwards. Yeah, somebody in the chat says Belichick will be drinking from a bottle in a paper bag. I disagree. He has a bottle of Pepto Bismol. <laughs> in, in, in his hand, oh, right? Just, just the nastiest, like chalkiest. Yeah, yeah. I, I see it. I see it. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, by the way, nice touch that whoever said that McDermott drinks eggnog in August. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right, we're gonna call it right there. If you guys want to participate in this, all you gotta do is just come on to our Discord, and that's at discord.gg forward slash OnlyFans, and you could join for three dollars a month. We do this every single week, right after the Hard Knocks with the Miami Dolphins episode is done, 
and we do a post game. Uh, tomorrow will be Q and A, uh, OnlyFans Q and A. We also do that on this and Thursday. We preview on three YPC the game of the century until the next game of the century. Okay, which is hopefully in the playoffs. Let's render that Buffalo Bills game completely meaningless this coming week. All right, guys. Thank you for participating. See you next week. Thanks for listening to OnlyFans Q&A Live. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.